hail our fair Riverdale. Register. It was great. Hello, everyone, <laughs> and welcome to a new episode of the Riverdale Register. My name is Caitlin. My name is John. And welcome to the Riverdale Register. 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 I was just thinking about how my neighbors have heard this podcast probably in full. I, are we talking that loudly? I don't know. Are the walls that thin? The walls are pretty thin. I hope that they like Riverdale. I hope they enjoy our banter. They get the, they're the only subscribers to the unedited yeah. uh, Riverdale Register podcast where we say how we really feel. Exactly. How do you really feel about this episode, John? I really feel like I did not see this episode coming at all. After yeah. the end of last episode, what happens in this episode was all of the last things I would have expected to happen in this episode. You know what's funny? I just thought they weren't making any more episodes of Riverdale after this. So I was really... I was not like, expecting it Like, if you all. had told me last week that this episode would feature Archie coming home barely scathed and barely Betty dealing with, dealing with her financial troubles while everyone takes the SAT. Oh, barely scathed. Barely I get scathed. it. That's great. That is good. I know. You're very funny. I never would have believed that. I would have guessed differently. I would have guessed Archie was still in a dream. Stella is coming behind John and licking him, and it makes him so nervous. It's just, it's a lot of licking, it's a lot of love, and I'm trying to work. Okay, Stella. Okay, now she ran away. We should read some reviews, because we got, like, three new reviews. We got three new reviews. Thank you guys, again, for leaving them. Would you like to go uh, first or second? I'll go first. Okay. Um, We got a four-star review called Great part two. It's a four-star review. Love this. It makes me so happy that y'all are looking at comments and reacting to fans. Love the Prom King and Queen Awards and how y'all credit writers and staff uh, and stuff to set a mood for the podcast. It makes sense to me. I don't know if it does to y'all. Anyway, great podcast. Y'all are observant. Sound like Matthew Patrick from Game Theory and Lily Reinhardt. Upside down smiley. Who's Matthew Patrick from Game Theory? I I'm thinking maybe it is another podcast, but... Well, I guess you sound like him, and I sound like Lily Reinhardt. Right, exactly, (laughs) yes. Uh, We got a five-star from uh, Stevie, like Stevie Nicks, called Cannot Recommend Enough. If there's one thing I missed more during the hate is the new episodes of Riverdale, it's new episodes of the Riverdale Register. Your dynamic is so fun, and I love the superlatives, comic connections, and rumor mill. When in doubt, Fred Andrews is always chaperone. It's true. Mm -hmm. I am constantly recommending this podcast to my fellow Riverdale fans. I often find myself quoting, referring to it while talking about Riverdale with friends, i.e. regularly telling my husband what's going on with Hiram Lad. Right, because it's canon. Uh, Thank you guys for being one of the highlights of my week. That's so sweet. Thanks, Stevie. For a second, I was like, oh, it's Steven. (laughs) And then I realized probably There are other people. Who listen to our podcast? With Steve in their name. (laughs) So great that I finally wrote a review. Thank you. I started listening to this podcast after the premiere of season two and was blown away. You were so insightful and funny with great chemistry that makes this podcast the perfect complement to the show. Enjoy the different segments you two have, um, and the tangents are refreshing and topical. As someone who works in the film and TV industry, I love how you give credit to the writers and directors of each episode. Appreciate the knowledge and insight you bring to your weekly analysis in general. Even when Riverdale has confused me with its ups and downs, like the roller coaster in Hiram Land. <laughs> Thank you. I can trust that John and Caitlin will be bright spot of my week. Jack P. P.S. I'd be totally interested if you ever did a non-Riverdale show. Well. Oh, boy. I mean, technically, we've already done that. We have. Wish granted. Yeah. If you like the TV series Scream second season specifically. <laughs> <laughs> We don't love that podcast, but that is a fucking hilarious thing to do. <laughs> if you exclusively watched only the second, the season. second season of Scream the TV series on MTV, oh boy, you got the best podcast about it. The only podcast about that show. But you know what? I still fucking love <coughs> that show. I still loved watching it. I think we had a really fun time. Like, it was really... That was really there's, fun. There's talk of a season three. We've seen press about it. If it happens, I assume we're going to do yeah, it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, the thing is, it actually did film. Like, there were, like, Instagrams of, like, Kiki Palmer. Like, then, with big people. Travis Scott? Not Travis Scott. Um, the other one, Kylie Jenner dated. Um, oh, my God. Tyga. Tyga, yeah. Tyga. Yeah, Tyler um, um, Posey was in it also. Yes. So, like, they filmed this whole thing, and 
Is it just like sitting on a shelf somewhere? Because MTV doesn't do scripted anymore. They're trying to sell it to somebody. I actually heard that it might have more to do with the Weinstein Company, but <sighs> TBD. This guy is just like ruining the, everything. Yeah, left and right. yeah. The ripple effect of him—it's pretty fucked up. I mean, I do think that MTV is not doing much scripted anymore, but I heard they're just like done. MTV's done with scripted, and like YouTube mm-hmm. is done with scripted. And, like, their last scripted show will be the second season of Cobra Kai. Yeah, I think that Lifetime is also in the same boat. Yeah, that's why they sold you off. Yeah. Which, to be honest, it really found its audience on Netflix. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I've been recapping it, though, forever, but yeah. Lifetime was never going to be able to turn itself into, like, a prestige uh, TV channel. Well, I think that it had the content, honestly. I really do, but it was think- No, the shows were good. It just couldn't, yeah. ra- couldn't buck... It's stigma, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Even with Unreal, and I really liked Mary Kills People. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we should talk about Riverdale. You're right. Everybody will get mad. We <laughs> well, do you want to talk about the title of the episode? I would love nothing more than for you right now to tell me about the title of this episode. Okay, so the title of the episode is The Stranger, and I presume that it got its title from the 1946 American film starring Edward G. Robinson, Loretta Young, and Orson Welles. Uh-huh. Ooh, Orson Welles. Yeah. Um, source credit is Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a film noir, and it's about a war crimes investigator tracking a high-ranking Nazi fugitive to a Connecticut town. So about the same as the episode. <laughs> um, and the poster is very elegant. And it's uh, it's full of white people, as all the movies in the 40s were. Um, and, yeah, Nazis. I feel like there was a time period in film history where hunting Nazis was, like, all they did. Yeah. I bet you'll never guess what Orson Welles' last movie was. I don't know. What was it? It was the 1980s animated Transformers feature film. He did voice work in it. That's I think really he might weird. have been Megatron. That makes sense. Or Galvatron. Yeah, Are those different? It's like he Megatron dies and gets rebuilt and gives himself a new name. That's so stupid. <laughs> I, I hate. I'm sorry. I hate any time a character like dies and gets reborn and uh-huh. then gives himself a new name. Boy, like, that's really convenient that you feel that way about this episode. I know. So Archie is now going by Vlad. <laughs> so he's weird. He's Vlad the Impaler because in his dream he, he impaled, impaled Hiram. It's a weird thing. Sometimes I think we should just. It's do, a bold choice. It's a bold choice. <laughs> so I think we should just do an episode of Riverdale where we just make up the plot lines. Like it's just one extended. Right. Riff. Yeah. Like we're just improving a review of a fictional episode of Riverdale in our heads. Just skew it 45 degrees. Honestly, I feel like what we'd come up with would be more sane than an actual episode of Riverdale tends to be. Okay, so this episode was written by Brian E. Patterson. Brian has written, uh, do, do, oh boy. Uh, he wrote chapter 10, The Lost Weekend. Wrote chapter 27, The Hills Have Eyes. Wrote chapter 29, Primary Colors. Mm. And wrote this episode. So he hasn't gotten an episode to his name in a while. And this is the only thing he has ever written for. Cool. Well, hey, it sounds like he has a really interesting gig. Uh, It was also directed by Maggie Kiley. And uh, Maggie Kiley is on chapter 19, Death Proof, chapter 45, The Stranger, and will be doing chapter 51, six episodes from now. Hmm. Good for her. Uh, She's also directed for The Gifted and Night Flyers and The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, chapter five and chapter eight. That's cool. And Insatiable. Oh, no. She'll also also do uh, the Heather's episode of Riverdale. So she'll do the musical episode, which is a big deal. Big Fun is the title of the Heathers episode. Mm-hmm. That's cool. There's a song in it called Big Fun. That's like the name of the band. In uh, There's a band in Heathers, the movie that... Writes, I've seen Heathers, but I don't remember. It's yeah. been a long time. They, they sing the song Teenage Suicide, Don't Do It. <laughs> oh, okay. So that's the name of the band. And then there's like a song. 
There actually is not the song Teenage Suicide, Don't Do It, in Heather's the musical. Well, that's, yeah. that's just patently ridiculous. Yeah, Teenage Suicide, Don't Do It. Do they? Is there that song? I don't think there is that song. Um, I feel like we're getting caught up in the wrong info. We can do that when we get to the Heather's episode. Yeah, we will. Episode. And we will. I'm so excited about that, by the way. So, <clears throat> Caitlin, uh, let's get into this episode. I, for one, would really like to start with the Archie of it all. The Vlad, again. Because, because the Vlad of it all. Right, <laughs> We're, okay. I can't call him that for the whole thing. No, you sure? Okay. I don't know if I can commit to this one. If you don't want to commit uh, to his because name. Because last episode ended with Archie's dead body on a bed. And this episode opens with him just walking out of the woods totally fine. Can we talk about how they really, really could have held off with him coming into frame by just just a, a little bit of time between... Him walking into frame and, and uh, Jughead saying at 8.47 a.m., Archie Andrews died. Except not really. Just the Archie we do. Jake. Well, like, well, yeah. Because um, well, Vegas walks into frame and I'm like, is this Vegas like finding the people that find Archie? Mm-hmm. And then Jughead's voiceover is like, Archie died. And then Archie walks in frame. And then he was reborn! Mm-hmm. And they're playing like really heroic kind of epic music. Yeah. What do you think about Archie's hair being dyed? Brown? Doesn't... I th- okay, so red red hair is very hard to cover up. He does not really look like he dyed his hair. Like, when you look at it in the light, you still see the reflection of red. Here's what I think. It's a TV show. Fine. And also good. Mm-hmm. Because his hair is supposed to be naturally red, and he's an idiot, so it wouldn't look like a good dye job. Sure. This is not where my, my where my priorities lie. I'm sorry. That's totally fine. I mean, you're wrong. I've been thinking about it all day. But that's why fine. he dies it back halfway through this episode? I guess. He they does. didn't even. I thought they were committing to brown-haired Archie. Nope. Like just, I thought KJ Appa was gonna let, be allowed to have this for a while, and then the characters might start to be like, I don't think this is the real Archie. I think there's a redheaded Archie out there somewhere. That's hilarious. Because I honestly think he looks better as a redhead Like, now. Archie walks out of the woods, and next scene, he just goes home to Fred Andrews. And is like, hey, Dad, you got some breakfast? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they have a hug that's kind of like, painful. Yeah, it was just, yeah. No, he's like, I was in the hospital. <laughs> long story. I just woke up in the hospital. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm all healed there. from the bear. How long has it been? I have no idea. If they're taking the SAT... When did you take the SAT in junior year? So there were several times or you senior could year. take the SAT. I took it in, in se- I took it in junior year. Yeah. You probably took it in junior year. I took it like three times. I took mine twice, and then I took the SAT, the ACT once. Oh, no. um, did I take it twice? I took a SAT prep course that had me take like five practice SATs. Yeah. So they all get a little bit jumbled together. I took um. I took it in March, I think, and then May. Mm. And but I think you could have also taken so, it. In but January. it's like, yeah, I guess it feels really early. It also feels weird that this episode's like this is your one and only chance to take the SAT. I know, I thought so too. The whole deal with the SAT is that you can take it a couple times. And now in like today's world, you don't even really need the SAT. You can take the ACT. Some colleges don't need the yeah. The yeah. ACT is a valid option. It's fine. <sighs> Archie seems like he's not really scared of anything anymore, and this episode really builds up this idea that he's he's changed fundamentally in some way from before. Yeah, let's talk about how he's and changed. I'm not seeing a lot of concrete stuff. Just he seems a little bit harder than he was. I don't even know if that's true. And like less interested in his old interests, except for Veronica. He's still pretty interested in yeah. Veronica. So Archie goes to blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> La Bone Nut. <laughs> Archie goes, <laughs> Archie goes to La Bone Nut, <laughs> sees Veronica, and they hug, and I'm like, okay, they're just going to hug. It's cool. And then they kiss, and I'm like, ah, god damn it. Yeah, no, and then they're having Why? sex. The Why do we keep nut. going back down this rabbit hole? The Bone Nut is very romantic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Archie is hardcore back on. Great. And uh, they, go, they go to the, he gets dinner with everybody at the booth. Now, this, everyone's concerned because he orders a root beer float. This is my favorite thing because, like, in a show you provide evidence of, like, you know, you, that you're supposed to, like, leave clues in your in this show about mm-hmm. how you're going to support the claims that you're making in a voiceover. Right. And. That he's different. <laughs> he's different because he doesn't want a strawberry milkshake. 
He doesn't not... I thought that they should have just had him not order anything. Or, like, order something that's not a dessert drink. Right, exactly. <laughs> but instead, everyone's like... Uh, carbonation, Archie, you know... A root beer float. <laughs> oh. But you really have to get a... You know we're a milkshake table. Yeah, exactly. It's like you have to get a shake that matches your, like, not even your hair color, but, like, your no, but general aesthetic. They seem to generally, genuinely upset that he's like, you order pink strawberry milkshakes, Archie. That is your thing. That is what you do. He orders, like, a steak instead. They just follow up my steak with another steak, actually. They order diner lobster. There's a point where Veronica claims that he lived through The Revenant. Which, yeah. I think that's a that's a pretty generous reading of Archie's attack. I also want to point out that we never saw the bear, so we don't know if he's lying. Right. We see the scar. Yeah. It's not big. It's like a short little, like, three or four claw thing. <laughs> it was a baby bear. I think it might. <laughs> I was going to say raccoon or a squirrel. Imagine. I think he's lying about the bear. Bear will play better. I think he's, he's overselling the bear to make it seem like he went through something a lot tougher than he really did. It was a fox. <laughs> he's incredibly embarrassed, and no one can know. Poor Vlad. <laughs> and they're like, hey, yeah, the SATs are happening. Archie's like, that's today? <laughs> that's this week? <laughs> oh, my God. This is my only chance to take the SATs, and if I don't do it, I won't be able to graduate in time. Principal Weatherby's like, yeah, you should probably stay and retake junior year. And yeah, yeah, yeah a little bit. Yeah, ma'am. Or, okay. or at least summer school, some remedial classes along the way. Well, think about it. So he, it was Labor Day that he got thrown in the weird child fight club situation. Right. It was just before school started. Right. So he has actually missed months, at least a quarter of the school year. Do you think it's after Christmas? I mean, it's after Christmas in life. I don't know. I'm assuming I, we're in the first half of the year, but like... I don't think we the are. The SAT thing pushes it, which means... What's the... Where's the stakes? Where's... What's... What is the current state of Kevin's sexuality? <laughs> is he having Is sex he a virgin? Has he had sex with Moose? Why would they have that line in the premiere if they were never going to follow up on it as an actual episode plot? Well, it's a spring musical, probably, right? I guess, are we doing all of junior year this season? It sounds like it. Maybe they only did, like, half a year when they were doing 13 episodes, but when they got 22, they're like, we can't not do an entire school year in it. But that means, like, they got one more season of these kids in high school. Wasn't it 22 episodes, though? But like The second season was 22 episodes. The first season was 13. The second season was 22 episodes, but still sophomore year. So right. they spent, like, 34. Five episodes? Maybe they'll do, like, the next half of the next season, finishing mm-hmm. up this year. I don't know. I always expect them to, like, live in summer a bit more than they did. They skipped yeah. summer. For some reason, a lot of high school dramas, even if they don't spend that much time in school, really want to put the kids back in school. Yeah. Yeah, it's so weird to do, like, a school plot at this point in this season. Yeah. But it's even weirder that they're tying the SATs directly to your ability to graduate or to pass junior year of high school when that's not how that works. Yeah, um, no, it's not. Even if he fails the STs, he'll be fine. He can still graduate. Well, I, still I think it's more likely finish junior year. can't graduate for other reasons. Right. But the episode doesn't talk about classes. They didn't send him back to classes and have him be overwhelmed by it. They sent him to do take the SAT, it's a, a test that does not affect his ability to graduate high school and only high affects his ability... Show. To apply for colleges. Yeah. Riverdale University. By the way, if they wanted to make this first half of the year, it could have been the PSAT. Do you think that they're Teen Wolf did the PSAT. Do you think that they're going to um, have everybody get scholarships to Riverdale University? I feel like next year we'll find out if they start mentioning a university that's, like, obnoxiously nearby. Yeah. Like, you notice some of these high school shows do that. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, when Veronica Mars was in senior year, they were like, Yeah. oh, there is that university that's so close. Her, was it Hearst University? Right. Hearst they didn't talk about Sunnydale University until season three of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. If even. Mm. Like, it just, it's harder to sell Riverdale as the small town if they're, if it's also a college town this whole time. That's true. But Greendale could have a university, you never know. Maybe, maybe. Smallville was a show that was defined by its setting, and they still managed to, like, have everyone leave that town mm-hmm. uh, by, like, season four. 
One Tree Hill. They left, but they came back. Mm-hmm. But Smallville worked because Lois Lane calls Clark Kent Smallville, so it was like, oh, he's Smallville. Ah, uh, there you go. Yeah. And she's in a cult? No, that's not her. Lois Lane? No. No, no, no. You're thinking of Chloe. Right. <laughs> Chloe. Chloe's in the cult. Oh, weird. Ooh, guys, that's a weird news story. Yeah. So, <clears throat> mm. Archie. So Archie's like trying to bone up, trying to study for the bone new. Up. Uh, Make yeah. his bones. He's trying to he's trying to le bone nut for the <laughs> uh, for the test coming up. And Jughead's like quizzing him like, "What does iconoclast has?" Like, why would I ever need to know that word? It's a pretty cool word. Yeah, it is a cool. It's a pretty word. nice six dollar word. Uh, and he took a he took a practice test for Betty and got a six hundred total on it. Oh. So he's real dumb. Yeah, I know. I feel yeah. Oh, sweetie. And then Jughead leaves, and it's just. Betty and Archie, and she's like, remember this time we were kids? And I had a Barchie flash. Yeah. And I really... You want it. I really want it. And I thought, oh, he's broken up with Veronica. We're going to move. It's not going to Something can happen. Betty could be disappointed with Jughead because he's been, you know, a psycho for a couple episodes now. Seasons, but Although he's been pretty normal ever since that one episode where he's like, it's all a show. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think Barchie's going to happen in any real way. I just... I feel like we're missing the point then. For not doing Barchi. I think that we never were supposed to have uh, Bughead as long as we have. I agree. I think I think this is a show that's catering its character relationships to its actors' relationships. A little bit. And that might be hurting some of the storytelling fuel in the show. Because It's possible. To be fair, Betty and Jughead could be having all of their same stories now as exes. And that would be a fun new dynamic to play. And then they could get back together at the end of the season. And they could get back together later. Right. Right. I kind of want to see Betty with somebody who's not either Archie or Jughead. That's true, too. And I kind of She deserves see... to be actually happy. Right, exactly. I keep coming back to the thing where Jughead is asexual in the comics. Oh. They're like, oh, that would have been like a really cool thing if they had like had them have sex and him be like, oh, I hated that. Oh. I don't want that. And, like, for their relationship yeah. to be, like, really great, except for that one thing. And, and like, Dark Betty's so, such a sexual, like, like thing. That, that would like, be cool. That would be, like, everything else, they're perfect. But she, she actually does need that one thing. That is interesting. And it, and it would have broken them up. That, that would have been my pitch. But um, I could see. I'm also, like, I, I, I do want, like, if they are together forever, let's see where it goes. Yeah. yeah, I think that just, like, out of that point, I think that's a really hard thing for, like, a sexy teen drama to say because, like, that's a conflict that can never really be solved other than her, like, hooking up outside of the relationship. And I feel like that's kind of right. a weird no, thing to explore for teenagers. But then again, so is Betty being, But, like, like there are teenagers going through that. There are, I know, but I think it's weird. There are teenagers who don't know how to go through that because they're teenagers and they're expected to be... Really, like, horny teenagers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's... No, it's totally valid and fair. I think, though, it's hard to sell an idea of a couple that, on a sexy teen drama, where they're not going to have the love scenes that, like, do so well for people, like, when... You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, get but, like, so, then they... She can meet someone else. Yeah. People love, though, their sex scenes between the like, endgame couples. Yes, But you know what's also fun? Doing Awkward, hilarious, failing sex scenes. Yeah, totally. That's true. I just think that eventually that arc would have to come to a point where it's like... Like, they eventually get that crazy romantic moment, but I feel like that wouldn't be well, fair to Jughead. No, and I, like, you know? I think they'd have to find a different sweeping way to portray a romantic moment that isn't sexual. Right, exactly. So they'd be able to do, like, sexy dinners or, like, sexy sexy dates and stuff. Well, it wouldn't but be like, sexy. Well, like, no, but, like, the way yeah. the way they would shoot, I don't know. They'd have, yeah. they'd have to find a new language, a cinematic language, to portray a, a strong relationship without sex. Yeah. It would be a huge challenge. It would but, be a huge challenge. And, and is Riverdale? And they're not, they're not, sure. they're clearly not... Not doing that. And yeah. that's okay. I'm just... I'm, I don't know why I'm doing Wish Fulfillment right now. I feel that. Uh, the red hair's back. Yep, really quick. 
Mm-hmm. Betty real, dyes his hair. Real fast. You really can't do this. I want to point out that you can't dye his hair back to be red. They just, they just did it. It's they in the show. You can't do but that. But it's in the show. You'd have to bleach his hair first, or you'd have to do like a dye stripper. I don't know what you're talking about. You're, you're what, is Riverdale like unrealistic I know. now? I know. The hair thing is bumping me though, okay guys? You're, this is... <laughs> This is the same girl who basically convinced me not to dye my hair ever. I didn't say never. I just said, I just said. Crusher of hair color related dreams, Caitlin over here. I just said you don't want to ruin your hair by like bleaching it. Mm -hmm. And then I gave you tips. Right. You didn't do it anyway. No, because you scared me. I scared you? Yes, you scared me. I didn't realize this was such a big deal. I'm sorry. So Veronica throws a (laughs) surprise welcome home party for Archie. That was supposed to originally be a study party. So a lot of people are getting screwed on the uh, ST front. But but, uh, Veronica opens this party by making everyone listen to her her sing. In in, in another language, singing Eris 2. What song is it? Eris 2, E-R-E-S-T-U with a little accent over it. See, I don't know what language it's in, though. See, I thought it was... Um, probably Spanish. Probably Spanish. I tried to look up the lyrics, and I couldn't find it. I shazammed it. Yeah, you should, you should. You did that. Yeah. Okay, so you know what it is? The lyrics? Or you know what the, the name of the song is? It I a, just told you, it's Eris 2. Is it a song that there's an English version of, or no? I do not know. Okay. I'm, all I got is... Eris 2 from Riverdale, season 3. Oh, okay. Riverdale cast. Feet, Camilla Mendes. So that's not helpful, actually. <laughs> I mean, it's not unhelpful. I don't know what you want from me. I'm doing my best over you here. You are. You really are. Eris 2, Eris 2. While she's singing, Archie flashes back to his spirit quest uh, and kind of runs out. So that's great. Uh, do do Reggie seems mad about this when he sees Archie in the locker room, probably for stuff going on in his and Veronica's plot. And he's like, what's that? And Archie's like, it's my bear scar. And then <laughs> Reggie's like, whoa. <laughs> and backs off. Can't touch that. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> uh, it's a point where Archie's kind of clearing out his room, so he has study space, and he's throwing out old pictures and posters and books and Instruments and just everything that defined Archie for the past like a season, two seasons and a half. So that's concerning. <laughs> Clad, what are you doing? <laughs> Archie visits Reggie and asks about asks for help about cheating on the SATs. He's like, I, I want to talk to you. Yeah, about I want to talk to you about cheating. And Reggie's like, Oh, she told you. Yeah, this is like a plot in every single like teen show, <laughs> like just so many shows in general. And I'm like, guys, just let somebody... Here's what you should say in that situation. Yeah. I'm listening. Yeah. And then let the person continue. Go on. Especially if they don't look like they're going to punch you in the face. Right, right, right. Because he doesn't. Just follow follow the lead a little bit longer until you know for sure if they're like, want to kill you. Exactly. We should just loop in Veronica's stuff, actually. Yeah, let's do it. It's a lot of Reggie and Veronica stuff happening there. Not a lot of Veronica and her dad, but still Veronica and a man. And a man. And a man. Reggie wants to kiss Veronica, and she's like, Archie's back. We can't. Aww. Then Reggie looks sad. He does look sad. He looks so sad. Mm-hmm. He loves her. So later, like the next day after the party when Archie runs out, Reggie goes to Veronica, and he's Aww. just like, he's different. I'm telling you. Yeah, I don't really And know that was why. not cool that he ran out. You were singing that song to him. We were all standing there listening to you <laughs> sing that song to Archie. And how dare he not stand there when we all had to stand there and listen to this song. I think it's really weird how I want often, you to sing that song to me in front of everybody. I think it's really, really awkward how often people in Riverdale are like, listen to me sing. Like, I think it it's, happens a it's lot. It's a lot of demand. I do want one new kid just be like, why is everyone singing to each other all the time? <laughs> There is there are a lot of people who really hate it when people sing in public. Like I learned that, and I think this would make everybody uncomfortable who feels that way. So that's why Reggie is uh, on Bumble. Yeah. Where they're I'm, plugging Bumble when Archie walks into that scene. I'm not really sure. So he's who, like, I guess I'm single now. Yeah, I think Crazy Rob has a has a connection with Bumble. I think it's a little strange considering there's like 15 people in this town. As someone who's been very unsuccessful on Bumble in a very well-populated city. Yeah. This makes me incredibly upset. There, it's just like, ha, I got another one. But then again, he looks like Reggie. 
Right. And not a lot of guys get that gift. Well, but in a Riverdale universe, everyone gets that Okay, do you think at least one of the pictures on his bio is season one Reggie? Imagine, oh my god, like the glow up is <laughs> real. Just, just Actually, he was really hot too. Yeah. So it's like, there's yeah. no downside, honestly. I know. I'd be like, yeah. I really want to get a picture of the two of them together. If one of them catfished me and was like the other person, like like they used the photos of the other person mm-hmm. for some inexplicable reason, um, I'd be like, yeah, sure. I don't care that this is clearly not you. <laughs> so. Reggie basically tells Archie about the Veronica of it all. And then later, Veronica visits Archie and is like, I'm so sorry Uh, about Reggie. I want to talk about it. And Archie's like, I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) I want to just be with you tonight. It's like, oh, great. It's goodbye sex. I guess. Which is weird because I figured Archie was planning to be like, cool, last time, we'll just bang it out, STC tomorrow, got a lot of stress. Right. This will be fine, and then we're done. But instead, Archie thinks, ah, we're going to be fine. Yeah, I don't really get because, it. Because, like, because of what happens later. The SATs uh, clearly are not Archie's wheelhouse, though. No. So he freaks out and taking the SAT. <laughs> yeah. Uh, runs out of the room. He stares at himself in a bathroom mirror. Oh, it punches the mirror. Thinks about killing Hiram. Yeah, this is hilarious to me, this whole thing. And then, like, Hiram's had a plot this whole episode. I don't know, should we do, should we fold that one in, too? Yeah, Considering they're all sense. They're all dovetailing together. Mm-hmm. This is, like, our first time that Hiram has had his own plot, and it's incredibly silly. I don't get it. I'm going to be honest with it's you. It's so weird. So, FP and Fred, two of the three hot dads, go to Hiram <laughs> and be like, hey... Archie's back. He's like, great, thanks for telling me. I know, I thought this was weird. I was like, why would you say this? Like, this is the last thing you should want. You, right. you shouldn't tell him he's in you town. Could, you could have left that one lie for a little bit longer. He would have figured it out eventually. I don't really I don't really understand why they want to make it known. I think it's so that Fred could personally threaten Hiram's life in front of all of his security guards. Be I like, guess. I'll kill you if you come for my son. Hiram's like, I sent your son to like child fight club so that he would hopefully be killed. Yeah. Like you did come I, I did come I did the son. worst I could do. Hire that bear. I <laughs> <laughs> What do you think? That there are just bears? <laughs> Freelance bears? I couldn't get a full size one, so I got a, like a little one. <laughs> but knowing your son it would do the damage anyway. Oh, poor Archie. I, I I can't believe he hired maybe the bear is also the mascot for Hiram Land. Probably. So he's got like a two. Juggling. So he's it got juggles. he's got the hire on he's got the bear on contract. Uh, he's like I need to kill this kid real quick. Uh, real quick. So the Legion of Doom, which is apparently now just Hiram, Penelope, and Claudius. Were there? There were. There what were happened to the anybody? ghoulies? There was. I assume Malachi. they're all the gargoyle gang now, but it's not clear. Well, Malachi is on an excellent show called Good Trouble. Everybody go watch that. Or he's wearing a mask and is working. Or he's for wearing the... a mask. He's definitely not actually there though, so it's fine. Uh, he was like, "We need a new sheriff, Claudius. I choose you." I was like, "No." And Claudius, you murdered the last sheriff. Thank God someone said it, because that's what all I've been thinking since last time. I was like, you can't no. just hire a new sheriff when you murdered the last one. Well, he murdered the last one for being bad at at being one of his, like, why did he murder him for just, like... He was a, he was a loose thread. Uh, like I guess, yeah, he, shitty. Yeah, it, uh, it would have helped Archie uh, be free if he were alive. So he killed him. Yeah, my life checked out. I think that's how it happened. Or, like, he... Some of you, oh, right, because he murdered the Shadow Lake boys. So they right. were like, oh, then we got to get the sheriff. And it's like, oh, the sheriff is dead. Oh, uh, no. But also we didn't see a body, so, like, maybe he's alive. He's on a million little things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Not seeing a body on Riverdale apparently is a big fucking deal. you you got to see the body. I, I want to see that body. So Hiram... Uh, Hiram's got this idea. It's like, we're going to buy the Sisters of Quiet Mercy castle. And, and it's going to be We're going to turn it into our stronghold, our castle, our mansion, because he wants to be the king. He wants to be the best boy in Riverdale. He wants to be He the wants king. to win that crown for best boy in Riverdale. I don't... Him and Katy Perry wanting to live in a convent. It's so weird. It's, uh... Katy Perry tried to buy... You know, they get along really well, I think. You think? Maybe. <laughs> they wanted to buy out... Uh, Katy Perry wanted to buy, like, this convent from a bunch of nuns, which is, like, such bad press. What? 
Like, for you to have That's any... not going to make you seem relatable. No, it's The not. only person who can own a castle that was, like, still chill with people is apparently J.K. Rowling. And even she's been pushing it recently. Because everyone's just kind of like, stop adding lore to your, to your books. Fun fact about Pottermore bathrooms, or, right, of uh, the Hogwarts Harry Potter bathrooms. bathrooms. That news came out a while ago. That, like, I heard so, about that a long time ago, and then recently it hit Twitter and everyone, like, realized. That's an insane thing to say for it's, no reason. It is nuts. That um, makes no fucking sense. I got a lot of issues with how they're expanding Harry Potter lore. Yeah, I agree. And a lot of them stem from, it's just one person. What, like, you mean J.K. Rowling? Yeah, J.K. Rowling shouldn't decide what an entire planet looks like. Well, I mean, it is her planet. No, it's her shadow society... In our world. What? So it has to, like, they, it exists within the confines of, like, our actual world. Right. So I feel like it has to play in tandem with different countries and their rules. And it bothers me that each country looks exactly the same. They all have their own Diagon Alley. They all have their own Ministry of Magic. They're all run basically the same way. It's a weird specific thing to be mad about, but I get it. I just, I, I don't want Fantastic Beasts, but I do want an anthology series of different stories taking place in the Harry Potter, in the Wizarding World, done by different directors and writers. That would be cool. I like that From idea. different countries, making their marks on what their countries look like. That's cool. I would watch that. Hermione doesn't want to appoint Claudius as sheriff. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, well, you should do it for your sake. Yeah, they're not... Winky blinky threatened by... Yeah, they're not really a... The kind of couple that, you know, make yeah. decisions together. <laughs> the couple that, that uh, betrays each other stays together? Yeah, that is how they say that. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, where does Hiram go next? <clears throat> hmm. uh, next time he shows up is in the, um, the Jughead plot. We can do that when we talk about the Jughead plot. That's not really necessary here. Um, which means the next time we see Hiram, he's like drinking tea on the phone with somebody and then just somebody, who could it be, shoots him through the tea. The tea glass shatters and he's bleeding. I went to a Chinese (laughs) restaurant and a glass exploded at the table and I don't know how it happened, but that's what it reminded me of. Like, it just went, like, boop. Yeah. And I was like, someone shot the glass. I just thought he was so angry he destroyed the right. glass. Right. Well, he looks so He's surprised. like, I want that convent. <laughs> what do you think the glass is actually made of? Sugar? No, I think it's porcelain. I think it's a, it's like a tea set. No, so I know, but I mean, like, in the show. Oh, yeah, sugar, I think. Yeah. It's usually those, like, I learned about breakaway vases from Zoe 101. Oh, yeah, they're Do you fun. remember that show? Yeah, of course. Yeah, there was one where they, like, demonstrated ones, like, oh, we gotta buy another one. Yeah, Damn it. exactly. <laughs> They're very expensive. So, Oh, I did not know that. Well, oh, it makes sense, though. They're more expensive than normal bottles. So when Archie finds Veronica in the hospital being like, I heard your dad was shot, she's like, yeah, did you shoot my dad? And because he, you, and you he, ran out of the, the SATs and then my dad was shot. He's so offended by this whole thing, which I think is hilarious considering how many times he's made a plan to kill Hyrule. <laughs> he's like, how could you right. think that? Been, I thought it and I want to do it. He's been inches but. away from doing it. At least three times before. And he's still like, how dare you? Oh, I guess we're done. All right, bye. Yeah, so he didn't shoot Hiram, is what I'm getting, right? I I guess not. It's not a mystery I care about solving that much. I hope it's her Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, man, it's going to take us three episodes to find out who shot Hiram. Do you think I just figured they would tell us, because why why would I care to find out if it's a mystery? I know that, like, Veronica has a complicated relationship with her dad, but did you think her reaction to this whole thing was very weird? Let's, we'll, we'll cover this one, I think, in Rumor Mill. Okay. But well, I, I just thought her reaction was... It, I, it's I, weird that she was there and crying. Right, exactly. I'm like, he's a like, bad, she, bad man. She, for some reason, it cannot stick with her in her head that her father is actually evil. Yeah, he's evil. She just keeps going like... No, but, like, maybe he's good now. <laughs> right, exactly. Like that, was, now. that was three weeks ago. He's probably fine now. Yeah, it's very strange and upsetting. On honestly. his good days, he's really good. He's not. He's not. He's not. <laughs> so, now they break up. For real this time. Yeah. And Archie opens up to his dad. He's like, I don't, I don't know if I can go back to the normal things. And his dad's like, well, how do you survive? 
Juvie in the woods. And he's like fighting alone in my room. <laughs> cool, do that then. Yep. Uh, yep. <laughs> uh, Reggie visits Veronica with like flowers and chocolate. Oh, it's like, yeah. oh, it's on. Uh, so they're together now. And uh, Archie has redecorated his room to be as Spartan as possible. Feels like a big prison cell. Yeah. Uh, he's boxing and drinking. Yeah, he's alcoholic Archie. That's that's his new. That's thing. the new Archie. That's his. That's his new thing. <laughs> that's his new thing. It's no longer football. It was music. music. It's drink. football, fascism, and now it's alcoholism. Now it's alcoholism and boxing. Oh, man, what's he gonna do next season? I don't know, man. Go it's, to school. Go to school. Be a good student. Get good grades. So that's the uh, Archie and Hiram and Veronica plots, all kind of rolled into one. So where do you want to go next, Betty or Jughead? Betty. Betty? Yeah. All right, cool. So Betty tries to pay for everyone's uh, milkshakes and root beer float because Archie's different now. Right. Uh, and they're like, your card's been declined. She's like, what? And then Veronica's like, oh, poor friends. <laughs> it's so annoying. And then she pays for the milkshakes. Right. Yeah. But like Alice, what does Alice tell her about the money? That it's been wired to the farm mm-hmm. because it was blood money from the Blossoms, which, uh, okay. And also, she wants to give money to the farm. Right. Alice is The money that crazy. Betty needed for college is now been donated to the farm by Alice. So, I have to say, I was really defensive of Alice, like, last episode. Yeah. Now I get that she's not doing so good. Yeah, things the farm has done wrong. Uh, one, and a pretty bad one. Steal Betty's money. Because Betty's the only character in the show with a future outside of this town. Well, I think and they just screwed her. The farm, Maybe that's how they solve college. No one can afford to do it because they've fine. all paid for yeah, the farm. Exactly. <laughs> Everybody gives their money to the farm. Mm. Mm. I, I have to say, in general, not super against the farm, but this is bad. Yeah, this is this is like decidedly not chill. It's also just an incredibly normal plot for this show. It is incredibly Like, this normal. feels like a, a plot that would have happened on the OC. You mean where they give money to a cult? Where, yeah, where, where, where a parent, yeah, like, it is. removes yeah. the money from Totally. Them. It's a very normal plot for So, you. Betty goes to Attorney McCoy. She's like, hey, and, what the fuck? Yeah, and she's like, you actually can do something about it because they realize that Hal's signature on the forms is not really Hal's signature. Right. Betty recognizes his forged signature because she has also forged his signature. Yeah. She was very quick to <laughs> be like... And McCoy's just like, dude, what? For research purposes. Or for investigation purposes. So Betty needs to see her dad. Now, I was expecting her to see her dad at some point, but I was expecting it to be a murder reason and not a financial reason. Yeah, no, it's always hard to see your dad that you're estranged from when they're a murderer. Yeah. It can be a little bit of a mess. So Betty visits Hal, who's a lot like Hannibal. He is a lot like Hannibal. Can we call him Hallible? Hallible. Love it. It's not great. Oh, our nicknames are great. <laughs> I was better at nicknames on the uh, Scream podcast. Which you guys should all listen to if you want a non-Riverdale podcast. <laughs> what a weirdly specific podcast. Not as polished as this one. You don't think? I actually think we did probably more polished work. <laughs> We were more focused because it was our first time. Yeah, we were like, we better get this right. We might be a little bit too comfortable doing this now. We might be too comfortable, but I think it's fun. It's more fun this way. I'm having a blast. We're having so much fun. Please don't hate us in the comments. Hallible is impressed by the Gargoyle King. He's like, wow, 14 kills. And I'm like, yeah, you got maybe five. Yeah, if we counted them. We're counting. It's like three kills he got last season. Midge. Right. Dr. Masters. Right. Oh, I forgot about Dr. Masters. Sugar Man. Sugar Man. In a really roundabout way, Svensson? Yeah, 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 that's what I was thinking, too. Like, in a really roundabout right, way. Right, right, right. Anybody else? Am I missing somebody? S- someone in the past, Grundy maybe? Four. Grundy. Grundy, that's right. Five. Five. Five kills. That is actually Okay. I, I guess, but, like, across 22 episodes? No, it's not great. It's not great. No, he shot other people. Scream killed a lot more people. I know. Wow, we're really we're really pitching. Guys, watch the Scream but season like, two exclusively. <laughs> we just had to start where we were, like, you know, like, going to be in the... Feel like... No. Feel like our destiny is for, <laughs> like, after Riverdale ends, we're going to go back and do season one of Scream. We should do that. But, like, only, it. it has to take, we have to wait until Riverdale 
is like a series finale. So it's like 10 years from now. Right. And then we do Scream season one. I do wonder when Riverdale is going to end. I've been thinking about this. Do you think they've got a plan? Or do you think they're just like, let's just wait, let's just see how far we can go? Well, Supernatural is 15 seasons. Right. That's a lot of time. Right. But that premise didn't rely on high school students. Yeah, I don't know when it will end. I think I can see them doing a spinoff eventually. Like a real spinoff. Like a, like a good trouble? Yeah, which is great, by the way. It's not just good. It's great trouble. It's not just free. It's form. Sure. Sure. Watch that show, guys. It's great. Where were we? Oh, Betty and her dad. Uh, Hal's like, hey, I want to help you catch the Gargoyle King. You just got to bring me a G&G manual and I'll sign that affidavit. P.S. I'm the Gargoyle King. So she does. He signs. And then he's like, hey, what about Ascension Knight? Hey, I'm the Gargoyle King. <laughs> Wouldn't this be actually... It, this would make sense. It was me. I sent the invites. I dressed as the Gargoyle King. I poisoned the chalice. I wanted to kill the Midnight Club because they are sinners. And I killed the principal back then. It's all me. And I believed it. I believed it too. And I was kind of upset that this wasn't the answer. It's kind of like, oh, that that checks out. Yeah, it does check out. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why he would have thought of the Gargoyle King costume, but like that checks out. And then a guard's like, hey, your mom's been visiting this guy a lot. And then she's like, no, she hasn't. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. And then she goes talk to Alice and Alice is like, no, putting on her. Well, she is now... Business look. Yeah, she's putting on a completely different look. Trying to do TV. Because she wants to be a news anchor, which actually makes a lot of sense. That does feel like a like a natural place for her to go. Yeah, but it doesn't really feel like a natural place for the farm's version of Alice to go, but that's fine. Yeah, I'm not sure why the farm is setting her on this path. Yeah, it's a little... This strange. episode has raised a lot more questions than it's answered. Yes, for sure. Uh, yeah, they compare Hal notes, and I was like, I wasn't visiting Hal. So... Betty calls the the guard. And it was Penelope Blossom. Gross. 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 Why? For conjugal visits. Gross. Gross. And also, she told him all about Ascension Night for yeah, some reason. Pillow talk. Still gross. Uh, so Hal is a liar. He just wanted to see his daughter. Which is fair, honestly. But like, dude, just say it. Well, I don't think if he said... I can't believe this works. Yeah, if he, but if he said, it does work, actually. It really works well. It's, it frustrates me so much that Hal just gets what he wants by not being a human. Yeah, this is a fucked up thing to do. But honestly, didn't you feel like kind of a nice warm feeling when him and Betty were talking in the last scene? No, because there was glass between them. Oh, but I felt like warm about it. And I know that's fucked up. Alice got the TV job and the farm is using Betty's money to buy the Sisters of Quiet Mercy convent. To move all of those kids back in. To the Sisters of Quiet Mercy. To the Sisters of Quiet Mercy. Is there not a real farm anywhere? I, I don't know if they're like having trouble locating like a location like, for it. Cults don't just move. I don't understand also, why they were the farm and they were far away. And then they moved to town. And then they're moving again. <laughs> they move a lot. I don't... Like they could have just been always just been like a little bit fringe outside of town... And been fine. Yeah, were they always outside of town? It's they were an unclear distance away mm-hmm. last season. They were there, and now they're here. Right, and <laughs> now now they're here. Right. Okay. Uh, Evelyn even says they moved the farm. The farms move, but like farms are portable. And then we went to a farm, and it wasn't the farm; it was a farm. And now the it's farm different. is going to live in the Sisters of Quiet Mercy convent, but they're still going to call themselves a farm when they're in a castle. Yeah, they don't grow anything anymore, I guess. Listen, I wanted the sisters gone, and they did it. And then the show was like, what if a different cult in the same location? Well, they're like, we have this very nice set. Maybe, just maybe, the farm's all right, and they're going to fix this place up, and it's going to be great. Yeah, they're going to grow stuff there. But That's what farms do. It feels like it's a genuinely bad thought for them to be like, oh, all those traumatized kids? I know where we should take them. Back to where the they were traumatized. The source of their trauma. Yeah, Totally. So, uh, Betty goes back to Hal, because she's scared of Alice now. And then they have their father-daughter moment. Yeah, they have their father-daughter like, daughter moment. Uh, yeah, your mom's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Always getting into cults and spending your money. <laughs> Always hate, getting into hate cults. Happens. <laughs> oh, man. But he tells something really nice about how all the colleges are going to line up to give her scholarships, which I thought was nice. Yeah, but, like... 
just because she did well in the SATs, or does he have a plan of some kind? No, I think just because she did well in the SATs. I think oh. it was just him being nice. I figured he was going to have a plan of some kind. Well, he said it really threateningly. Also, she's going to... They're all going to be lining up oh, to I give you scholarships. Vibe. That's funny. I didn't get that vibe. I also think that... Um, Betty could just write an essay about her dad was a silly, like a serial killer, and they're gonna let her in. That's what I figured. I thought you'd be like, "I'll tell you my story." Yeah, it's a great idea, but he doesn't have to. Mm-hmm. So I guess we gotta talk about Jughead now. Yeah. So Jughead tells everybody at the booth in the open diner that Fangs is undercover. Yep. In an in an organization where he doesn't know anyone else in it because they all wear masks. So not a great plan. No, not a what great plan. What if Pop was the Gargoyle King? I wish. That'd be awesome. Still a shot. Uh, so that's what's going on with Jughead. Um, when he catches up with Fangs, Fangs is like, it's going great. I've been selling so many drugs, they're going to let me into the inner circle. <laughs> yeah, so he's still selling the drugs. I feel like you we... Know, I thought that was a whole problem before. Right, but now it's fine. Like, at least say, oh, the... I'm buying the drugs off of you with the serpent money and then, like, getting rid of them. But yeah. you're saying... I think he's just straight up being like, okay, go sell those drugs. Yeah, I think he is. Great job, Fangs. Yeah, Fangs. Poor Fangs. So Fangs goes to the... Uh, Fangs goes to the meeting where he's supposed to uh, become one of the inner circle, which I guess is the circle of people around that campfire. Yeah, it's the inner circle. <laughs> but there, there isn't... Oh, there is an outer circle of guards, too. Yeah, there we That's go. That's great. He's going to meet uh, the gargoyle king. And uh, the serpents show up just before he can get branded. Yeah, I didn't think it was that big of a deal to get branded. What? <laughs> Never mind. I just thought, you know, people have tattoos. Yeah, there's a huge difference. Okay, I guess. Like, one is they burn through your skin. Right. Permanently mark right. you. And the connotation is it makes you property. Right, that's bad, yes. You're right, you're right, it's all bad. It's fine. Oh, boy. So, turns out the Gargo King is... Tall Boy! boy. Who's back! I didn't realize he left or was presumed dead or... Yeah, you didn't realize he was presumed dead? I don't remember. Yes, he was framed for the Black Hood stuff. Wow, (laughs) this guy has a long track record of... Being shitty? Appearing to be someone else. Yeah, that's true. But he is the Gargoyle King. Do you believe that he's... The Gargoyle King? But he hasn't always been the Gargoyle King. He wasn't the Gargoyle King at Ascension Night. But this I don't is, know what This that is means. definitely stepping on my belief that there's always been a real Gargoyle King in every scene. Because it feels like Tallboy's the kind of guy Hiram would have posed the Gargoyle King. Right. But that doesn't mean he started the Griffins and Gargoyles stuff on his own. Because Tallboy also definitely isn't that smart. Yeah, I don't really understand how this is all working. Yeah. I don't really understand... Is the idea... Here's what I think. Okay. Okay. Tallboy sees the Fizzle Rocks thing as fucking up the teens of Riverdale. And that they play this game that also encourages them to take Fizzle Rocks to make the game seem more real. So he's just capitalizing off of that. This is some uh, rumor mill stuff. But what we know is that, apparently, kids in The Sisters of Quiet Mercy made up Griffins and Gargoyles as a therapeutic tool yes. dealing with their trauma. And maybe Tallboy was there for a little bit. Yeah, that's possible for sure. And got it from there. He's definitely been the Gargoyle King some of the time in the present. But I don't see how he would have introduced this game to only Dilton Doily first and then the entire school. And this doesn't fit into the Midnight Club. Right. I think we're still missing pieces. So we're missing some pieces. Yeah. Uh, Anyway. um, uh, It's Dollboy. He (laughs) killed Joaquin. Right. He killed Joaquin. Uh, They put him in the hole. Yeah. But apparently they're going to get him to help them catch Hiram. Which I don't really understand because why does Hiram need to be caught? Hiram is... Very much around. Dude, man. You have no idea? Because I don't know either. I didn't really understand what they meant by we're going to, like, smoke Listen, them out. I know. I don't know how law enforcement works, but I also know for sure that no one in this show knows, knows how, how law enforcement yeah, that's works. Fair. That's very fair. Jughead catches Archie up and he's like, we want to use you as bait. 
for the Gargoyle King, and Archie's like, hell yeah, and they do like a handshake, like <laughs> they're in the Predator, where yeah. like, yeah. Uh, and then it's all, it's all, it's all, it's all a trap. You know, yeah. they request to meet with Hiram, but it's neither Hiram nor the Gargoyle King. It's Claudius and FP in the Gargoyle King suit. And I, and FP makes a citizen's arrest for nothing. Right. They, they arrest Claudius for nothing. Meeting with the Gargoyle King. I guess. Which doesn't seem illegal. I don't I'm not sure if this is like a crime because we can't pin <laughs> right. the Gargoyle King to doing anything specific. Well, was the idea that they threatened to kill Archie that the idea was that he met but like to, in, it doesn't make sense. On that pier, Claudius didn't do anything illegal. Right. No. He but just he's walked arrested. up to a guy and they're like, "You're under arrest." He's arrested and he's now in jail. Yeah. It makes sense. Sure, that works out. Uh <laughs> Yeah, totally. Then Jughead comes back to the back to the bunker, finds Fangs and Sweepy over Tallboy's dead body. Yeah, they're bad at watching like, people. I don't know what happened as Fangs holds a gun. Yeah, so Fangs killed uh, Tallboy. Yeah. Glad we brought him back. A lot of lot of work went into this one. Yep. And then Jughead Jughead's immediate reaction is we gotta throw a party. They never explain why. Right. Ever. Right. So um, they throw a two party. parties, one episode. Neither of them go well. Yeah, no, well, they throw this party. Jughead is like, drink up like your life depends a on it. party like your life depends on it. I don't understand what they're doing. Do you? I, no. Which is crazy. Because we know Jughead knows a lot of very good ways to, depo- to, to dispose of a body. We don't see that. Uh, and he's not using any of them. No, he's having a party. Uh, instead, he's throwing a party, celebrating Fangs' return, celebrating the unmasking of the Gargoyle King, not mentioning... Oh, yeah, he's also dead right now, and no he's tall deal. boy. Yeah. So, like, are the people be like, but who is it? <laughs> like, Jughead, tell is us. It? Tell us. Uh, and then uh, the, sh- the the police pulls up just after Hermione does the whole thing where it's like, FP, it's time. And FP's the sheriff. And FP's the new sheriff, and he's just like, everything's great. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I love this. He's like, this I'm, is going to be great. And only, only Jughead looks worried. I've never been more attracted to FP in this moment than when he said, I'm the new law in town. I honestly, I, I do love this development. Yeah, I think it's, it's a great. great idea. Does not seem qualified, but that's fine. Well, yeah. Poor Sheriff Keller. That'd be, <laughs> right, just give him the job back. Exactly, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, so this means Hermione is not on Hiram's side, obviously. No, I guess not. This is a weird episode. We're in a weird spot right now because it seems like all of the everything's been for the most part tied up. Yeah. So we'll see what happens next. Oh no, I have a theory, but let's do let's do uh, uh, yeah, superlatives first. Okay, prom king. No one really, but Archie? Reggie? Ready for just being Reggie. Good? I think Reggie's honestly pretty pretty stable this episode. So yeah, I'm gonna go with Reggie. Prom Queen. Whoa, I just realized Cheryl's not in this episode at all. Yeah, she's not. Wow. Mm-hmm. So not Cheryl. Uh yeah. Prom Queen Jesus. No one's great, honestly. I Veronica mean, for- Betty's kinda dumb. No. Yeah, I think Veronica over Betty. Really? Yeah. I guess I just I just really hate Veronica these days. I know. I still want to give it to Betty. Okay. Man, we do not have a lot of options. Betty for going through. We have better options for Chaperone than we have for the kids. Oh, yeah. I'm going to give it to FP, though. Yeah? Yeah, because he actually I'm going to give it to Fred. Something. Why? Just because he's good? Because he's Fred. Because he's Fred? Honestly, what FP did makes no sense. Well, I think he has this a plan. episode, but Fred sitting Archie down and being like, "What were you going through?" The first person to ask him, "But what happened on your end? Are you okay?" That's true. That's true. Fred was very nice about that. I'm gonna give it to him. Okay, so throw under the bus. Fangs for Fangs. Oh boy! What the hell, man? Yeah, Fangs is not doing good. He's not making it easy. Fangs. For life. Did- Terrible undercover agent. Oh, cucumber melon! What are you doing? I'm very disappointed in him. Um. Okay, let's let's jump into the rumor mill. So, what's your theory? Because I have a theory. I'm nervous that anytime a character is like really hurt, like emergency room hurt on TV, 
I'm nervous they're going to have amnesia every single time. Because oh, it feels like on TV, just any traumatic event can amnesia. cause amnesia. Right. And, like, if they needed a quick way to rehabilitate Hiram so that he could be in the show longer, they do amnesia. And they'd have Ronnie be like, no, he's faking it. I know because they're doing this in the new season of the, Pr- of the Punisher. Yeah. And I just don't care. And they did it on uh, iZombie yeah. with Blaine. They did it on iZombie with Blaine. Yeah. They do, they do, people like to do, uh, like, amnesia, and I'm worried they're going to do amnesia on Hiram. I don't think they will because it doesn't really make any sense for how he was shot. If he got, like, knocked over the head or something. Right. I, I Which, like, exactly, it wouldn't make sense. It wouldn't make sense. Which means we'd question it more. Then the end of the season, he'd be like, no, I was really evil all along. Welcome to opening night. Uh, and then the, the roller coasters the roller go coaster, off. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that'd be great. I mean, he's cotton candy out to everyone. <laughs> yeah. he's, but he's, like, kind now. Like, yeah, it's, a whole it's thing. weird. It's all a complicated thing. My theory is that because we haven't seen Sheriff Keller in a while, I wonder if he is the original Gargoyle King. Oh God! If it's the Keller, yeah, the Keller family dynasty, we're yes, just back exactly. on this. Yeah, I'm wondering if our if the Rarazzi will turn into anything, and I don't think they will. I just I don't like really if that understand. if that'll be if that'll be relevant towards defeating the Gargoyle King in any way. Do you think that Dilton Doily's dead dad really was the Gargoyle King? No, I don't think so either. No. Um... The, I think the Gargoyle King has to be a member of the Midnight Club, which is just great. That means the villain is another parent. And I'm well, so tired of the parents being the cause of all these problems. I think it kind of makes sense, though. But who could it be? There's I only one it, person it can't be. Oh, we didn't say it was Claudia, It can't did be we? Reggie's dad. Do you hear me, Mike? It can't be Reggie's dad. Who's Mike. My sister's roommate. Oh, hey, Mike. What's going on? <laughs> he just he keeps he keeps batting this this theory at me, and I'm like, no, it's not Reggie's dad. It's it not Reggie's dad. It could be Reggie's dad. No, don't don't get on his side. <laughs> it could be. Question though, I have a question. Okay. Did we actually say Claudius is dead? Oh yeah, Claudius is dead. <laughs> right, Claudius is dead. <laughs> Claudius is just dead in jail. Yeah. So is Michael I, I Hope just not going to be on the show at all now? I think I know who the Gargoyle King is. Do you think it's it's Clifford Blossom? It could be. We didn't see his. He body. just swapped the body out again. Same body. <laughs> Wait, that's actually a good theory, though. Yeah, it could be. It's always been Clifford Blossom. Well, that was my theory, that it's the Blossom, because it makes sense. It's how he just, got Penelope. I'm just so tired of the Blossoms, too. But just think about how but think about how Penelope Blossom became the evil fucking person she is today from the nice enough person she was. What if the Gargoyle King finally takes off their their And uh, it is Penelope mask. Blossom? And it's Jason Blossom. He's like, <gasps> I can talk. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. <laughs> and just, he just screaming at everyone. Yes. That came back from the dead. That would be amazing. I feel like that's not gonna happen, but no, I No, probably not. I really do think it's a maybe it's Claudia's Blossom. I'm I'm wondering also if uh the farm will ever tie into this stuff or what the long game is with the farm. I don't well, understand what we're doing. So with the, the farm. musical episode is. Um, Don't like that you read ahead, but yeah, go on. The musical episode is um, takes is hosted by the farm. Great. So at the Sisters of Quiet Mercy. Yeah, do with it what you will. How much is a a convent? A lot of money. going for these days. So like, it's like a mansion. What you're saying is Betty was in like a great spot for affording yeah. college. Yeah. Because she got all that Blossom money. Yeah. It's fucked up. Dude. It's It's weird to have, like, millions of dollars that you can spend. Actually, you know what? Her, her wardrobe is very expensive. It doesn't look as expensive as I've looked it up, and it is. Mm-hmm. She wears, like, $500 sweaters. Yeah. Like, that sweater with the crown on it, that looks very similar to the shirt that you got me. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So the real one Should is... I got you the real one? Great. No. How much How much should I have paid? <laughs> well, the real one is, like, $450. I think it's, like, a Ted Baker sweatshirt. You're going to be happy with your t-shirt. <laughs> I'm going to be happy with my t-shirt. Thank you for the t-shirt. Mm. Who do you think shot Hiram? Hermione. But it feels obvious. And I think the person he was on the phone with is not Hermione. Because he was talking about his Mia Moore, blah, blah, blah. No, That's it's, his listen, Kelly Ripa. We're definitely getting Kelly Ripa in the episodes to come because yeah. it's been shot. Exactly. Uh, I'm going to do a left field guess for who shot him. It was Evelyn. Evelyn Evernetter shot him. Yeah, that's wrong, but fine. I like her. I think she's a good actress. I, was, I thought they were when Archie was like, what? You think I shot your dad? I thought he was like, I've been missing time. 
and maybe like maybe but they they didn't put anything out there that would suggest that yeah well we tried that's all i got yeah uh john what are you looking forward to Kingdom Hearts 3? Yeah, I saw that on your Twitter. Oh That's my cool. God. <laughs> the, um, we've been waiting for this game for like 10 years. It's a long time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's been a while. Is it my turn? Yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'll let you speak now. How dare I? <laughs> no, sorry. I don't know why. It's just like you paused. Have I been talking too much? I. No, no. You I, know, I'm going to go. You give the next 10. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't do a podcast alone. I feel bad. <laughs> no, you have not been. Honestly, I kind of have like a scratchy voice. That's why I keep drinking tea. So this is helpful if you do talk Sexy, much. raspy voice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like Phoebe yeah. on Friends. Um, I'm looking forward to... The uh, movie, Isn't It Romantic, actually? I think that looks really cute. I love parody. <laughs> I'm a big fan. And this one is, like, she gets trapped in a PG-13 rom-com. Mm-hmm. And so, like, all of her friends are, like, glossier and shinier and, like, beautiful. And her apartment is beautiful. And she has, right. like, a drawer to, like, <clears throat> gelato mm-hmm. that's, like, perfectly organized, which is the, my dream. So. Have you noticed this trend going on in uh, women-led comedies recently where the lead suffers a head injury and then perceives the world differently well there's only been two three what's the third one what men want oh yeah huh maybe i'll write about that yeah go for it yeah that's a good trend to notice Mm -hmm. interesting speaking of where can they find you you can find me on twitter at riley tweets that's r-e-i-l-l-y tweets um what about you john you can find me on twitter at john patton and you can find me on my blog, Catch on the Rye, where Rye is spelled W-R-Y. Cool pun. Hey, where can they find Stella? They can find Stella on Instagram <clears throat> at Stella the Mystery Pup. You also find her right here. And right here, Between just us. sitting with us, being so cute. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, and I'm looking forward to being at a trampoline park. Oh, my God. I just, I didn't know they existed until yeah. you tried to sell me on this. I didn't Caitlin, think I to try <clears> that up to me and is like, would you have any interest in going to a trampoline park? And I'm like... <laughs> That's now all I'm interested in, and how dare you not tell me about this sooner? Two podcast hosts dead at Trampoline Park. <laughs> Next we should We should write to our wills who takes over for us in this podcast yeah. if we die. Ooh, Stella, you're going to rule the podcast. It's just a dog licking a microphone for an hour. It'd be adorable. Well, guys, uh, thank you for leaving us reviews. We really appreciate it. We actually reached 200 reviews, or not 200 reviews, 200, 201 ratings, I think. Oh. And I believe 100 reviews. So that's really good. Thank you guys for rating, reviewing, and subscribing. Stella, stop attacking me. And Stella, keep looking, Johnny loves it. Anyway, over and out, River Vixens. <laughs>